Ross went crazy with that one, though. Yes. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Thank you, and welcome to our podcast. Cross, Cross culture. culture. You know, that's my favorite part. When we say it together. Cross culture. Like a 90s TV show. <laughs> yes, and I am Erica Mona. And I am Dami O. Listen, okay, look at y'all. I need a name, because Erica be like Erica Mona, and sweet. I just be like Dami, and I was like, hey, like. So you're saying Dami O now? That's what it says on Dami, one of the episodes. Dami O. That sounds weird though. Like, Dami O. Like Dami O. I think I'll, maybe I don't know because I'm used to Dami. I mean, it is just Dami, but you know, I, I don't know. We're going to figure it out. We're going to find my identity. <laughs> well, you already have it. Just own it. Ooh. I don't think it has to be anything. I mean, your personality enough is, you know, Insightful. what makes your name girl by. <laughs> All right, y'all. Anyway, for those of you who's turning in for the first time, Cross-cultured, Dami. What does that mean? All right, everybody. So cross-cultured is basically being from two different places, two different cultures, two different traditions, ethnicities, religions, whatever it is that you consider your culture, um, and making them work as one to become who you are. Because guess what we all are? Unique. Yes. I like that. I actually yeah. like that. Ooh, That's good. It, was, it was spicy this week, right? <laughs> I had to come back. I know you went deep into it. Because you know, you have to be like, eh, but you know, you, you kind of... I had to level up to where level you are. I like that. I like that. Well, this is episode eight. So thank you for tuning in. Ooh. And yeah, eight. episode eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost at 10. That's like two months of us doing yeah, it. Yeah. Eight weeks consistently. That's wonderful. And thank you guys for those who are uh, uh, consistent listeners. We see you. We see your names. Thank you for, like, for the feedback, the comments, the likes, the sharing. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. But yeah, let's get into our episode. All right. Y'all know how we begin this. We like to talk about hot topics. So what is going on in the media, Dami? What is it? Um, well, do we want to, you know, how we want to, because we got we a lot of hot topics this week. This one that's at the top of the list, I don't want to dive into that quite yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let it simmer before we get into that one. But we can start with Black China got into Harvard. Did and she? then she didn't. Right. Did she really get into Harvard? Because, you know, there's a lot of posts saying maybe it was a scam. And then there's a post from, um, I guess, representative from Harvard saying that they don't remember or recollect seeing any Angela White or said, Angela Kardashian or whatever her name is. I don't recall. Yeah. So did she apply or she didn't apply? But then I didn't see anything on her page either. First of all, that's shady. That name, Angela White, is so generic. <laughs> How dare you going to say you ain't seen not one Angela White? How dare well, you? Well, they know it wasn't no Black China. They said, first of all, I don't recall. Right. Even if they saw some Angela White, it definitely wasn't no Black China. So, um, I don't, I don't, I really don't know. I wonder if it's, did she really apply? That was my question. I was like, don't on. First of all, did she apply or did she think that like she, she really was out here with the business tip that Harvard was like, you know what, China, we want you. We want you. Right. Right. Her, like her of all people coming out. There's so many entrepreneurs out there. So many successful black celeb women out there. I don't think she's the number one pick. Harvard said, put some respect on her name. Cause then what is her business? Her body? 
You know what? Let's not do this. China, I'm telling you, I'm I'm an advocate for Angela. I want her to I mean, come she back. She played the game well. I agree. You know what I'm saying? This is the thing. But when she was with Tiger, remember she was a stripper. Mm-hmm. Then she got with Tyna. She re- I said with T- Tyna with Tiger, and she retired from stripping. She then did. she had her little lash line. Remember she had a little lash bar. I think she still has the lash thing going. The on. lash bar and stuff. Was she, the lash bar? She had a lash like... bar line, and then she opened a lash bar. Okay. Right And then That's when she was Rolling with the Kardashians Everything was happening She was becoming Hollywood elite She definitely was Doing her and little thing And then Kylie took her man I think that just Really flipped and things for her that Turned her world she Upside down She became savage Like, like She was like Argh. I'm gonna get your brother Everybody Yup Your uncle Your cousin Like Yeah She mm. just And that turned her world Upside down So you know what I, I root for Angela I hope she gets back She came up with that little post The other day Saying that she's You know oh, in her yeah. 30s now She realizes She's been living wild And she's like You know what It's time to be a grown woman That's good You know Everyone so, can turn over a new leaf So that's good I, mean, I root for her best. We mm. root for you Well we'll see If really get really get into Harvard Because I still don't know What the issues with that one mm. But um, Herpes at Coachella oh. That is hilarious it actually really is hilarious to me because it kind of makes sense because Coachella was, looks like herpes. I know, right? Everyone is there out having fun. Everyone is on drugs. Everyone is drunk. Yeah. So everyone is like, "Oh, let's be free!" And you live only once. Probably all just sleeping with each other without protection. And people you know, probably just sharing. Probably drinks. having sex. It's probably like and stuff. not even as deep as sex. It's probably like. I think sex Hey you in the crowd I have Like think about it Cause herpes can be spread Through the mouth And through yeah. genitals So it's probably Something as simple It's like Dude Let me hit, a, hit that blunt Oh my god oh, Yeah Probably then, You know It's just like Like I don't think like the It was like a huge orgy At Coachella Probably But you know Like I think People was just Sharing too much Yeah Should just share and, the and music Sharing genitals And keep yeah. it at that <laughs> But yeah, that that's actually hilarious. Well, wishes. Hope they, you know, figure that out. Right. And if you went to Coachella, please go to the doctor. PSA, everybody. Go to the you doctor. You know, safe sex is the best. Safe sex, yes. Don't, yeah. Just because, you know when you're intoxicated, you're a little more social and friendly and like, oh, we're yeah. one. Let me just give you a kiss or let me show you whatever. No, Stay don't protected, do that. Stay protected people. every... Wrap it up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, in every way. No means no. <laughs> All of that. Okay. Um, On the note of Coachella. Yeah. Kanye. Dang, that was deep. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that <laughs> I'm not a fan of Kanye I'm sorry I'm not I'm not sorry We've been saying it Remember Y'all remember episode zero We've been saying Kanye Little Sunday service Was fraud We said it We said it was fraud And then He now Got to I, I don't know Have Easter Sunday At Coachella Which for one Easter Sunday In Coachella Okay we are gonna get Into that bag later So okay let's start From the top So this Sunday thing He does Started as Soulful Sundays Yes as It started as Soulful Sunday. And what songs Were they playing His songs No they were just Doing a bunch of Soulful songs Like the You know Like the cookout joints Like they were just okay, Doing choir covers Okay Kind yeah. of thing Okay Then it switched To like a whole Gospel thing I don't even think Truth be told It hasn't even Really switched to gospel If we wanna be honest It's not like They're playing All the gospel joints Like they're Today are still doing a lot of soulful stuff. I think the most gospel they've well, gotten see, to is like Jesus Walks, which is his song. I mean, no, I think they do now sing. I think yes, of course, they still keep it as the soulful songs, all that. But I think they do now sing 
gospel like religious songs every so, Sunday or, I, or I was it just Easter I think I thought it was just for Easter they came out with the with the choir list oh I don't know I, that, I need to do more research on that but I don't know so initially you know I of course praise God anywhere any anyhow anyway whatever that you want which you should you should bring glory to God's name you know what I'm saying even if you're not a religious um, church goer no one is the perfect Christian or Muslim or whatever you know what I mean praise God bring people into his kingdom mm-hmm. all that things I'm all for for it, you know but now the issue is like are you really doing this to praise god or are you doing this to glorify yourself to bring attention to yourself mm-hmm. okay to to bring yourself back into the black community you know so that we could be like hey our brother is back you know what i mean so it's like for me it's like what is the intention and then he's selling his shirts first of all why are those quiet people why are they wearing rags Somebody on Twitter, like slaves. Somebody like, on Twitter said they look like the slaves that chose to be slaves. They do. I'm sorry. Right. It's it's just so ugly. Like you trying to glorify God's name and praise Him. You're supposed to look beautiful. Look your best. Why are they looking so raggedy? And then he's selling those shirts for like hundred dollars. I think that this. I, I personally think that Kanye um, has shown us who he is multiple times. Mm-hmm. It was less than. Six months ago that he was parading MAGA hats saying that, you know, slavery was a choice, just doing whatever and whatever. And I think black people, we're so we want Kanye to be Kanye so bad that we just let him do whatever. But I think that we have to hold him accountable for his actions and his words. I think that even if you are trying to go about this soulful or, you know, Christ based music now I think that it's a journey as we all know no matter what denomination you are your journey to God is a journey that starts within yourself mm-hmm. and I feel like Kanye has honestly not even had really started had that. anything within himself I, really You're right. I don't think he's even had that journey within himself I agree yet. I'm, I'm going I feel I like it immediately started on the lawn with the choir with his wife yeah, with all black other celebs uh-huh. with stuff I, I don't I don't see him trying to really be a part of what we know as, you know, being religious, which is giving back and doing all these yeah. other things. I think that even even he had his moment, right? Like, even with selling all this stuff, this could have been your moment to say, you know, well, I'm going to going. Exactly. Or I'm going to do this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much that he could have done um, to, to, to further this If it really moment. is truly for God. Exactly. And I yeah. just, you know, I mean... The choir sang beautifully, and I don't think anybody in the choir, you know, I don't want to attach these thoughts or feelings with anybody that supports it or whatever. Right. Um, but I just think that Kanye always has something up his sleeve. I agree. And I think that, like, we we as a people need to start making Kanye answer he needs to, be to checked, himself. But I guess there's no one there to check him. Yeah, we need It to doesn't seem like he's around his own family besides the Kardashians and mm-hmm. stuff. So... Well, good luck to them. I don't know. They're just you know I'm not the you know the biggest fan of all of them. Um, um let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> should we talk about Jordan? We can talk about Jordan since we in Calabasas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we in Calabasas with it. Let's talk about Jordan. So she was saying how till that incident she had with Khloe Kardashian and um, Tristan. That's her first. Now she knows what it feels like to be a black woman. Mm-hmm. So when she says that, what do you think she means? I think about uh, being attacked and yeah, I think that people really tried to cancel her. But I'm like, see, no. y'all be canceling mm-hmm. the wrong people. I don't think that this was a cancel moment. I think not that, at all. That Jordan really was saying like, y'all. 
I've been living in privilege my whole life and I was jolted to reality and I was reminded that no matter how rich I am, no matter what Kardashian Jenners I hang with, no matter what hills I live in, I'm a black woman and yeah. they reminded me. And I think that's what she was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, I was scrutinized. I was victimized. I was um, sexualized. Yeah. I was all the things that happen to black women on a daily basis, but I've never been put in a situation exactly. to feel to feel that, to know what it means to know yeah. that she lived around around and amongst white people and she's really fair skinned too yeah so of course you know she wouldn't have that initial treatment like oh oh you're a black girl black girl you know yeah what I mean? so but then my question is so does she feel like she got scrutinized and got attacked because she was black yeah and i think that like i think what she's saying is kind of valid right because it's like in my in my opinion what she's all but saying is it's crazy that my bestie Kylie has done this multiple Whoa, times. Oh, I just remembered. Yes, multiple times, and y'all said no. I feel like she has the cutest family in the world. Right. When, but I am at a party with Chloe, and she was, and you know, even for her to drop the tea of like they weren't even together at the time. Let's yeah. even talk about that. And she was really honest. I believe she, with the red table talk, I believe she was really honest about the whole experience. Yeah, you, you know? know, like she kept it one hundred. Like you could tell she was. Really being, she was really vulnerable. Yeah, she was just like, you know, this is what happened. I probably shouldn't have been there. Probably shouldn't have happened like that. We probably were close. I probably should have went home. Yeah, but this is what happened. But this is how it was. And I think that, like, for her to even give us that tea, like, you know what I mean? I think that, again, all the people that she surrounded herself with have been in those situations, have done things Girl, like that. Girl, all of them. Even time, Chloe time. herself. Exactly. Time with with and French time Montana. Again. You know, French Montana was with Trina. Yeah. And Chloe and Trina is friends with like Kim and, and you Chloe know, Chloe, they used them. to club yes. together. And you know, you ended up being with French Montana. So Chloe, you've done it yourself too. Exactly. It so, just hurts when it happens to And you. it's just like, and we've ignored it. You know, it's like nobody has done them like they've done Jordan. Yeah. And I think that's what Jordan's saying. Like, I became all the hoes when this she happened did. To me, but mm-hmm. when they did it, we just accepted it. Exactly. So I feel that hard. She definitely should not be canceled. I feel like this is now when we should open our arms towards her and be like, girl, you say, better come over to this black side, okay? Like, you can come on over here. Come, come girl. We How Will said you. it. Will said, we're family. We yeah. support you. Said, uh-huh. We love you. Yeah, yeah. And he did say, you know, take this pill, Le- learn the lesson. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Learn the lesson. Because, you know, you this is what you did. You put yourself in this situation. Learn the lesson and move forward from there. We're going to mm. support you, which is how it should be. Exactly. Shout out to Jordan. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, I'm thinking maybe we should go to the... Okay. So, I guess the principal of a high school in Houston enforces some um, parental dress code. Yes. So, okay. So, how do you feel about that? Because now, for me, I feel like if you're going to any, like... We all have that casual days. You know, you're running mm-hmm. errands, you're dropping kids at school, you're picking them up, you're not going to look your best. You know what I'm saying? Like, you coming from the house. But yes, don't come in your robe. Yeah, I think that the dress code isn't super strict and people trying to make it sound like it's the worst thing in the world. I think maybe it's sent, I think it focuses more on the bonnet. It's, it literally says no bonnet, no pajamas, no footy. Like, like literally, do not come up to the school like, like you, you rolled, out of, rolled out of bed. Which makes sense. And I don't think that it's too much for them to say. Yes. And I think that, you know what? We as black people, we have to start carrying ourselves the way we want to be treated. And that's just a mm. fact of the matter. I'm not saying that white people don't do it. But that, but everything white people do, that don't mean we got to be like, we can do it too. Right. It's not cute when white people do it either. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be coming to you no shouldn't. parent-teacher meet- meeting with your bonnet on. With your bonnet on. Like, 
like a have head, you experienced have you seen that before uh, yeah i've seen it like a head wrap is different than a bond that's what i'm saying it's ways to finesse it right like if you got your rollers on and you like trying to do a little pin curl or a roller set or something and you're not trying to take it down you can do a head wrap you mm-hmm. can have your bonnet and do a head wrap i've done that many times right you get what i'm saying like there's a way to finesse the casual the I'm just trying to come up here really quick and get my daughter. Then, you know what I'm saying? Then you actually come into the school. You With see your the principal. Yeah. You have a meeting. And like, you're still going to... And, that, and that's part of the problem with education. People don't see education as a like a school as a place of business. They just see it as like a daycare. That's what I was going to say. It's like a school is a place of business. It is a place of business. It is a place of business. It's you a place should, of business. And then you're also representing your child when you think about it too. You're also a representation of your child. So, yeah, I'm not saying you got to be all glammed up, but come decent. Don't yeah. come in pajamas. Don't come in your robe. Don't come in your shower cap. Exactly. Okay. Don't come with your flexi rides. With your, like, come on. Yeah. Like, 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 if you were running to the bank, if you were going to the post office, if you were going anywhere else, treat it like something. Let your kids see you in a in a positive light. Like, yeah. Come on. They, you want them to probably like, oh, that's, look at my, you know, tell their friends, like, look at my, my mom. mom. You look know at what I'm my saying? dad. Like, yeah. I get it. But, you know, People are trying to say, oh, it was a little against black people because of the whole bonnet thing. You should be ashamed of yourself if that's all you associate with black people. That's true. That is true. Right. And, and we need to, that's what I'm saying. It's like some stuff we can't, everything isn't a race thing. Some things is like, we can't say everything that's associated with low class and, yeah. and no, for real. Cause that's what or it's like literacy, into. lack of yeah. education. That's, that's what we've turned it into, right? Like this is just not having class and to a certain degree like you just that's that's tasteless so yeah. now that's a black thing how are we gonna say that because it's white trash people just because they don't wear white a bonnet trash. they walk around with those big pajama yeah. pants and yes. big t-shirts with they cigarettes that's yes. unacceptable too like <laughs> it's the same thing so no i totally agree yeah i'm not against the i'm not against how about her like and i feel like it's also a lesson for the kids too yeah you know what i mean i see yes. that way the principal is also using it as a way to also raise his kids Mm-hmm. So you could be a, a nice role model for your kids, and just so they could know too that when you go to a place of business or a certain settings, you come dressed in a proper manner. You know that fits yes. where you're going. Yes, because I see too many adult black people that clearly don't know how to dress in somewhere for business, girl, weddings, settings. church, business Job interviews. interviews. You're just like this it's is like, really what you're wearing, like. Damn, didn't nobody teach you. Right, exactly. Because is it like that you don't have it, you can't afford to get it, or you legit just don't even know If you the can afford Jordans, you can, you can go to Marshall. <laughs> no, for real. Because if, if you can afford, afford Jordans, you can afford a button-up. Yeah. And that's just, that's just facts on that. I agree. But what I will say about that is I wish they would have made a, a special thing like no do-rags either. Now, I will say I think it was gendered. I think it uh, was towards women. It was towards women. And it's like, no, like... Men don't show up in your do rag. Don't show up in your like. You know what I'm saying? Like don't don't sag at the school. Don't come. On, don't show up with your singlets. Yeah. Or what do you guys call it? Wife beaters. The wife beaters, and then your pants are saggy. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of men walking outside, walking around with wife beaters. Yeah, like yeah. you're downtown and you see men. With legit white, yeah. white, white wife beaters. Why? Yeah, this a tank is top your, is different. You know the exactly. difference. Exactly, it's the, the difference. difference. White beaters that. are undergarments too. Yeah. So don't come around. Or I'm seeing your underwear. Yeah. It's, uh, like a wife beater in basketball shorts, no. A t-shirt, I'm, I'll let the t-shirt in basketball shorts slide. That's fine, I, but I'm but, not a fan of socks and flip-flops. I'm sorry, <laughs> I am not. <laughs> it's like you're wearing slippers and socks to in a public setting. Just just me personally. Yeah, you know, I, I think it was gendered. And, you know, men, you need to be held accountable to it. Y'all can't just roll up anywhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, So the next thing, well, John Singleton. 
Okay, so yeah, last last podcast we reported that John Singleton had a lot of prayers for him, and the um, news came out that he apparently had he a, stroke. a stroke. Um, and like as we mentioned before, John Singleton is a pillar in the black community. Yes, he, he is, is um, somebody that we look up to. Somebody mm-hmm. that is a historian, is a storyteller, is a director, is a voice. And has done so much for us. So again, let's continue to send positive vibrations yeah, and prayers towards prayers, John Singleton. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Are we ready for this topic? Wait, we didn't talk about our Olodo of the week. Are we? We usually do Olodo last. Do we? Yeah, we do. Like that's the last hot topic. So what? What topic are you talking about? Bel Calis. Oh, girl, I forgot about her. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B. So she's mad at the shade room. Cardi B versus the shade room. So I don't know if you know who, what the shade room is, but it's basically what it sounds like. It's like uh, it's a gossip. Um, it's a, a gossip, gossip channel, yeah. gossip blog. You know, just basically spill the tea about celebrities, whether it's positive, negative, whatever rumors. They basically spill the tea, like a you know a, a Wendy Williams blog kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. So she's mad at the shade room, and I think it's one of the largest like known. Um, blogs and she's mad that they're not po- posting positive things about her and her family and her colleagues. Y'all, I'm gonna give y'all the deep tea because that's the that's the general. Mm-hmm. This is the deep tea. Cardi got on Instagram and made a whole live. She went on live yeah, and was does. going so in on Angela. Angela's a like she's basically one of the owners and the top she's writers, like the founder, yeah. yeah, of the Shade Room, right? So if y'all don't know, because this is a little backstory, a little backstory is a while back, um, maybe like five months ago. I think after the fight, like right around that fight that she had with Nikki, mm-hmm. she sent a cease and desist to the Shade Room, saying that the Shade Room could no longer report on Cardi B. Notice they don't really talk about Cardi B on the Shade Room. Y'all might not like notice, notice, but like, but they don't. But go back to. and notice they don't talk about Cardi B anymore, right? So that was the thing. So Cardi gets on live um, because they, what they did. So the Shade Room posted a story about Offset recently, which said that Offset has a has a you know a gun charge. He has some guns on him. Woo woo woo. Regular Atlanta mm-hmm. nigga stuff. So anyway, so, so <laughs> I mean basically wow. with some stuff like that. So um, she gets pissed. She's like, that Shade Room never posts anything positive, and y'all think y'all funny because I sent y'all a cease and desist, and y'all can't talk about me no more all y'all do is post about everybody that i'm girl. close with basically everybody on qcp um young miami girls. um yeah and offset those are the people that she's really talking about girl you just sound like a big baby okay you're a celebrity you know i understand i definitely do feel for celebrities because you know i know they get so much you know negativity they're attacked rumors here and there you know it's part of the game but it's also what you put out there yourself there are many celebrities out there that we don't really know what's going on in their personal lives that well this is the one you know that I mean? really got me of everything that she said aside from her calling Angie a whale which I felt was super inappropriate but when she said how do you expect white media to portray us when you supposed to be a black blog site and y'all portray us question how way? are you portraying yourself Thank you. How are you portraying yourself to, to, to the white people? How are you portraying yourself to, to, in the public? You know, you're always acting a fool. Okay, I get it. This whole, okay, whatever you're doing, this whole, I get it. Okay. But you overdo it. Even when she goes to this talk show, like Jimmy Cannon's all that, she over, she does it too she much. Does. She does. She's so, like a ratchet Exactly. Mess. Like, you don't a have any type of sense. Mess. So how are you portraying yourself? And now you're trying to say, oh, now we need to get together as black people. Girl, are you even black or are you Latina? Which one are we Okay, let's talk. Well, we're going to talk about that one day. <laughs> right. But okay, now you want to say 
black people need to support each other. Go brother, go sister. My thing oh, is, come on. First of all, every every black thing is not a civil rights movement. <laughs> like no, for real. Let the shade room have their lane. Yeah. The shade room is in the same lane as Star E Entertainment, Extra, Extra. And those networks be spilling the tea they about all, all the little whites left. They do. The cheating scandal, the TMZ. drug scandal. Like they 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 hold nothing back. Nothing they really don't back. hold anything back. So for you to try and turn this into a, a racial thing, we shall overcome moment. It's not that. And I think that once again, Cardi, you being caught trying to use and exploit black unity to your benefit. Your benefit. That when it suits you. When you need when it, it suits when you. you when you need it as a comfort. When you need it as a safety zone. That's when it's you like, call like oh how my God, dare you sit first of all. How dare you tell the shade room not to even post you anymore when they made you? The shade room made Cardi. Who would Cardi B be if the shade room wasn't picking her up and posting her and doing this and posting all her little memes and doing this and Bodak Yellow to the top and woo woo woo? When all of that was happening, you ain't have no problem. And the shade room definitely have posted positive things. Positive things about that. Even when, you know, the whole thing, um, when she was donating to Puerto Rico, all this kind of stuff, like they posted everything. They posted all Every positive thing that her and her husband that have to go on in their life, they posted too. She got in her feelings when they were they when it was her versus Nikki and people were spilling the facts like yeah. Nikki's this Nikki's that yeah. Cardi's disrespecting Nikki Nikki's doing that's when she got in her feelings when the tea started coming out of like you steady trying to diss Nicki Minaj but Girl. you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Nicki Minaj like let's just let's just be open about it and that's when she got in her feelings what she needs to do is to work work on yourself you know your husband your husband why's your husband have, having some drug um gun charge charges exactly. why. Go see your husband down and tell him, like, listen, we don't need to have anything negative in the media exactly. at all. Exactly. That's How about what you that? need to do. Go see yourself down and look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I don't need to be acting a fool. Everything she posts about sex. Oh, I want to have sex with my husband. I miss my I husband. Do this. I want to lick him. I want to do this. Like, I want to do that. Girl. Tech, you don't have his number? Then what blew me again, she's talking about something. They fueling the fire with T.I. and Kodak. They some real street dudes. This could, they could lose their life. She is so dumb. I'm like, girl, you think T.I. and Kodak really, first of all, Kodak said what he said on his live. That has nothing. Like the shade room didn't. They had no personal interview with the shade at room. all. Like all these people put the shade room does not go to anybody personally and have some exclusive interviews. They just started doing stuff like right. that. Everything they post was and they already on social on red media. Carpet. Thank you. Everything they post was already on social media. They was already street dudes putting stuff out there ready for whatever. So don't act like they the only ones. And don't call out the shade room like the baller alert isn't there. Like media takeout it's isn't girl, there. There's so many other blogs that I legit forget about them. And they also have a lot of following, almost just as much as the Shade Room. She's dumb. The Shade Room, black excellence to me, while we talking about it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, she is dumb. She needs to get herself together. Yeah, Belkalese, get your life. Next on the topic, um, okay, 2020. Yeah, the 2020 elections are coming up. So this is the time when candidates are um, making themselves apparent and known. Mm -hmm. And our favorite vice president is trying to level up and become president. So Joe Biden has officially announced that he is in the running for a presidency. Um, Along with, we have about 20 Democrats. It's about 20. I saw the list, so I'm like, wow, it's so many people yeah. that I don't know. So I think it's an opportunity that we need to, yeah, you know, yeah, we, we like, shouldn't just vote for who's um, popular. popular. You know, do your research, you know, research. like on the laws and what, you know, what they support, you know, what they're about, so that you know who's the right person for you and you exactly. want to serve your community and your nation. 
So this is time for all of us to really educate ourselves because you know we don't want Trump anymore. We want we want something someone legit, okay? Someone who would really help this country. Um, but yeah, I think I'm excited though to see how this um, yeah I'm trying to see election like, how it just all plays out. All I know is we do not want Trump. Jesus. We don't want him. That was a mistake. I don't think there's anyone worse than him that we should not repeat. So yeah. let's do our research, everybody, and we'll keep y'all posted so far as as much as we can. Okay. All right, y'all. You already know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Should I give them the drop? Do the drop. Let's do it very well. I should give them the drop. All right, y'all. Olodo of the week. And Olodo means the goofy, the dumb, the donkey, the idiot of the week. And that is who? That is none other than Chicago's very own. Mm -hmm. Ocean Dairo Brothers. Ocean Dairo Brothers. Mm -hmm. So they're the brothers from the whole Jesse Smollett case. Um, They're accused or allegedly they're the one who attacked him. Um, So basically they're suing Jesse Smollett's lawyer. Saying that that whole thing was fraud, like they were the one who made or defamation of character. Yeah, like they made up that whole story about them. I'm just like, what in the world is going on? Like, what y'all don't even have your story straight. How about you guys, you know, um, give us an interview and tell us what's going on? We haven't seen one interview from any of them. I think, and I'm at listen, Jesse. Lied, y'all. I'm of course, y'all. at this point, obviously, at of course point, he did. But listen, I want to hear from them. Listen, this is what happened. I'm telling y'all, I don't even need to hear it. This is what happened. Jesse lied, and they got caught up, and they told them, "All right, y'all, if y'all vouch for me before I go to prison, then you know I got something for y'all." <laughs> but they, you know, the boys. That's why they a little of the week. They didn't think about it. They didn't know they that didn't this was going to affect them. Past this situation You just thought about A little 3k that They, they thought about The little quick money But now 3K. Y'all was supposed to be actors You think anybody's Allowing you on their set I've been on So if I, I've worked on Empire I've worked on a couple shows They they do screen people They're not gonna let them On the set ever again yeah. No Chicago man Chicago PD First of all They're Empire not. is one of the Low tier sets to be on No shade But it is one of the Lower mm-hmm. tier sets If Empire asked you out You definitely not getting On another Chicago man yeah, Empire PD so, either. so now your acting career Is in the toilet Basically Who you think So now you think Maybe you're bodybuilding Or whatever Personal trader and thing Yeah that's might, what they're doing But nobody So whatever celebrity clientele Y'all did have Is done you for now you, you can't, can't be, be trusted, trusted this is At some, all This is some dumb stupid this stuff This is some dumb stupid stuff So now they've Completely messed up their bag And now they're like Well y'all gotta replace our bag now Like y'all have messed up Our future bag And I'm sure somebody told them Like y'all stupid Y'all just gonna let them Tell you this Like how close are you With Jussie For it to be this They're this, just and the other. dumb Stupid They brought shame To their family Brought shame To the Nigerian community I am ashamed I am personally I'm hurt Cause I'm just like I'm not hurt But I'm just like Come on now Everywhere we go Is that same picture Oshundara Nigerian brothers That's what we see In every media And it's known This is not just An American thing People in Nigeria Even know about this news Okay So it's just ridiculous It's just over $3,500 For yes. what Yes uh, So yeah They are Disgusting. the Olodo Of the week Olodo <laughs> Go fast all right, so let's get into our topic of the day. Okay, so our topic is interesting. Very as interesting. always. Our topic this week is parents yes. and parenthood and all of that. And stuff. specifically African parents yes. um, raising um, kids in Western society, Western culture, and how that's like. And our ex- well, we have African parents, so yeah. what our experience is like with that. 
Oof. Okay. Um. So let's start with we love our African parents. <laughs> we, I mean, like we won't be here without them. Like they're yeah. wonderful. Let's shout they're, out to our parents. Yeah, they're um, wonderful. They're amazing. They're strong yeah. pillars. They are. They are really strong people to come from a yeah, whole yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. Listen, coming from a whole different country. Like besides me coming at thirteen, you know, I already had like a decent foundation. Mm-hmm. My parents were here, so it wasn't like nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? But my dad, he. If he, I think he only knew like one person here, and like first place yeah. he lived, it was like a one bedroom apartment with like seven people. Right. You know what I mean? So like legit back then, people who, especially our parents' age, um, people in our parents' age, like when they came, they came by themselves. They didn't know anyone. Yeah. One of my dad's friends said that he came to New York by himself. He didn't know one person. When he landed, he slept at a movie theater. Damn. Yes. He didn't know anybody. So the fact that they're able to come from a whole different culture, like the yeah. whole men- m- mindset, mentality is Everything different. is different. It's, it's a real co- immigrant Yeah, story, even if yeah. you watch TV and you have exposure to the media, all that kind of stuff, it's different to it's different live in this country. Here. Learning the laws, okay? Yeah. But even the simple, not, little things like people's attitudes and vibes. Like America, you can't, don't get too close to people because then it's like, okay, privacy. Even you know, in certain space. states, it's just different because New York, they cold. Exactly. Like, New Yorkers are cold. So the fact that they're able to like come from a whole different country and able to settle down here and make a successful life for yes. themselves, their family, their kids. They they did it well. Okay? Even when I moved to Baltimore, I was crying on the plane. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like <laughs> really? nobody knows this. Like yeah, like when like after I left child at the airport and I was on a plane by myself, I dropped like real thug tears. Like oh my god, I'm leaving. Yeah, my home. And I'm starting. I don't know anybody. But then you're in the same country. So yeah, exactly. Imagine. So that's what I'm saying. It's like and I'm in the same country. Yeah. So imagine like. Going from a whole different country, a so shout out to our parents. They really, they really struggled a lot. They, they sacrificed. They sacrificed a lot. lot. They um, had to change. Yeah, you know, a little bit about themselves too to be able yes. to fully live here too. Yeah, you know. However, with all that being said, <laughs> however, okay, they still ain't in tune. Y'all got some <laughs> issues, and we gonna talk about those issues today. <laughs> <laughs> We're reading our parents. Yes, we are, okay? And, you know, and I think it's just all a lesson for for us, too, because I also think about the kind of parent I want to be, too. You know? Mm. I don't want to make the same mistakes my parents made. Um, and, you know, being Nigerian, we all share a similar story, or, you know, other African country you're from we all share a similar story about how african parents are you know they're strict mm-hmm. you know they're not really understanding mm-hmm. they're not open-minded mm-hmm. um they kind of hold you back in a way yeah so yes they want you to be successful they want you to get um all a's and do these competitions but at the same time they they, they have like a little roadblock they kind of put like a block like okay do this but eh, it ends here you know what yeah what I, mean? I feel the, like the, the african parents live with the mentality like this is the thing like they still live in their world. In their world, they are immigrants to America. So yeah. they always are going to have like, this is not my country. I'm just and living have all here. Those fears. Ooh, all of that. So they they move like that. Like, I don't necessarily understand this system. I'm learning as I go. Whereas you have children... Who are either born here. Who are either born here or came or, at a or young age. grew here in that system. So this is my system. Like, this is my system. I'm not just Nigerian. So I'm not just... You know what I'm saying? It's like... And I, and I struggle with that a lot. Like, I always think to myself, like, dang, I had that, like, that biracial kid. I understand what they feel sometimes when they're, like, I identify with being you black and white. Enough. I identify with both things, right? Because it's, like, a big part of me is Nigerian. You know, Do you like, sometimes feel like you're not Nigerian enough or you're not American enough? Like, do you feel oh, like... yeah. Like, I struggle with that a lot. Like, this is, like, this is the thing. Especially, right, like, when I'm with other Nigerians, too. 
Like, I think that there's like a, a huge kind of bias, which we'll get into in a whole nother episode, but there's like a whole, there's a bit of bias within ourselves about like how Nigerian you are and mm-hmm. how African you are and this and the other. And I think that like that comes from our parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's something that's passed down to us in, in this like weird thing of like, I don't know, for lack of better words, almost this like purebred type of mm-hmm. concept of like they're authentically Nigerian or they understand or my my child is part of this next generation and this is why I came to this country mm-hmm. for them to do this. And it's kind of like, I think that sometimes they miss that whole idea of like, I am not a product of your dreams. I am just a product of you mm-hmm. in a sense. And it's kind of like, you had this whole idea of how I was going to be raised. And even like now we're getting to this age of like settling down and moving forward. I think that like, I still have these conversations with my mom where in her mind, she feels like, Oh, I got friends in Nigeria and they got sons that's for you. And I'm in my mind. I'm like, bro, we from two different countries. We're like two different. We're like literally from two different cultures. Worlds apart. So it's like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I don't want to disappoint you in that sense, but it's also like, you have to understand that, you have an American child. Yeah. I think um, Nigerian African parents, one of their biggest downfall is like their ignorance and their fear, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I understand that they're really fearful of like, oh, um, I don't want my kids. They don't want their kids to be too Americanized. You know what I mean? Like they don't want you to be fully American. Like, yes. I mean, and which is, which is true. We're not fully American. We have that culture that you exactly. gave us. We have that in the house with, you know, our language, our food, our dressing, you know, we have all of that. But, you know, I, I think the issue is that they don't, with their fear, they prevent their kids from really, truly and completely being themselves, you know, mm-hmm. to really developing into who they want to mm-hmm. be, you know. Because I, I know how it is, you know, in Nigeria, you like, in Nigeria, it's all about, in Nigeria, you can't question authority. Right. And that's the one of the biggest difference between African countries and America here. Mm-hmm. In America... You know, people talk shit about Trump, you know, protests, right. all these things going on. Right. Not that people don't talk shit about their president in Nigeria or other African countries, but it's not the same, okay? Right. We fear authority so much, right. you know, and our parents, they are our authority figure, you know? So they want us to fear them and to do anything, everything they say. Yes. But it's like, listen, Word is I'm long. in a whole different country, whole different society. Like, you... With how I develop, I'm not just being raised by you. I'm also being raised by my society, the, by my society, by my teachers, my school, my friends. You know what I mean? So I'm not just gonna be this full, you know, full born African Nigerian kid that you want me to be. Like, let me let, let me really get to know myself. Yeah, you I know? feel like they don't understand like what it takes to survive in this culture sometimes. Yeah, and like how like America is like this land of opportunity, but it really is only if you have the the gumption for that opportunity. Yeah. and that's like the thing that I. Think holds us back a lot because again as you said it's this big thing of authority and yeah. listening and like you have to do this because I am your father because yes. I am your mother I'm telling you to do this and you, telling you, that. you have to and do you that cannot, and it's like I'm in my 20s I live by myself Even I all take of care that, of myself they don't respect adulthood no, 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 at all barely okay unless like, if you're like super, even if you're super rich you'll still be like hey I am your mother so what I yeah. say is final yeah. and it's like I'm an adult okay See, Africans, they don't realize that you're an adult. They don't know when you're... When they... It's like they don't know when, like, okay, they need to chill out a little bit. Yeah. Yes, you're my parents. I would listen to you. I'll be obedient. However, I don't have to accept and agree with all your moral values and point of view. Because, you know, I sometimes get into it with my aunties or my, my mom, and I'm like, I don't 
think that way. I don't agree. I don't. And it's yeah. like when you do speak your mind, they see it as being disrespectful. As being rude. No, I am not being disrespectful. I'm not even yelling. My tone is really low. I'm just saying, like, mama, I'm just saying no. But the fact that I'm saying no, you're mad. You know what <laughs> argument me and my mom get into every single day? Like, and she literally, like this morning, we got into the same argument. Mm-hmm. If I don't like something that she chooses for me, like clothes, Girl, like till today, my mom knows not to really buy me. <laughs> like no, it's like so she sold something for me, and I was just like, I don't like this style. Like this mm-hmm. is such a like a old woman old style. style. Like I don't like it. And she flipped that. Like she stormed out the room, <laughs> and like, uh, and it's just like. It is. It's just this idea, and like I always say the same thing, like, right? Like my own argument is always like, I can't have an opinion. That's always what I say. I'm like, I can't have an. Opinion. I can't have an independent thought. Yeah, you know what I mean? like I, I just want my own thoughts. Like, yeah, and I need you to respect that. And the fact that my opinion and my thoughts are different from yours, it does not make it wrong. Exactly. Okay? So that's another thing that I also battle with. It's like just because I don't agree with you, it doesn't mean I am wrong. And I'm not saying you're wrong either for having your own thoughts and point of view. But let's this let's agree to disagree and be able to come together. Exactly. And respect each other's points of view. And African parents they don't they don't let you be. They don't allow you to be free. They don't see you as adults ever. Like, I'm not... Like, ever. And that's what it is. It's like, at some point, you have to stop seeing... You have to, like, really have that dual vision and, like, that double consciousness to understand that I am still your child, but I'm your adult child. I am not your child child. Like... Yeah. And with them not even letting us to be free, it's like, you don't even fully know your child when you do that. So whenever your child is around you, they have this whole... This facade. facade going on Like they have this whole different Oh I'm a good girl I'm a good boy I'm obedient Whatever But whenever they're outside the house they You don't, you don't know what he's doing he, He's a whole She's a whole different person right. And then that's when The child gets lost Like I feel like African parents Their mode of communication Needs to be different Yeah Their communication Should not just be like Do this do that And yelling At Yelling It's too no, much No it we, we can communicate. We could talk. Let, listen, let's sit down and have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Let's sit down. Let, let, let's, you know, let's be, tell me about your own childhood. And you know what they tell us about their childhood is about, oh, I had to work 10 miles to go to school. I had to carry baskets of oranges and sell it. like, why are you lying? Like, no, and you know, I'm not even saying they're lying because a lot of them, they did have to It's do an that. exaggeration. Some people, a, no, a lot of parents be exaggerating. I'm not saying I, people yeah. don't, but a lot of parents exaggerate. It's like, I think, I think, well, part, yeah, of course. Uh, but I know it's my, my aunts and uncle, they definitely have to walk <laughs> to no, they walk long miles walk, but people exaggerate, exaggerate. Stories. but even my point besides even being that that's not that's not the only story i want to know about your childhood like how was right. it being a teenager how is it being a young adult in your 20s your struggles your mindset your goals what was your dream what did you want to do before you came here your mistakes that you made like i know the affairs they don't want us to make certain mistakes but their lack of communication you know the lack of freedom that they have you know allowing their kids to have in, then your kids are gonna make those mistakes. Yeah, you know. Then we're gonna end up. Then they'll end up being wayward. You know what I mean? Like end up doing stupid stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like, and this is something I've always like envied my like my black friends, right? <laughs> like for real, because I've always felt that there's a certain so sense free. of like like acceptance that comes yeah. with like black families. Like their right? parents are their friends too. Their parents are their like at a certain point they have graduated to like their friends. Like they have drinks with their parents. They Which is not I know people that go to clubs with their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like not like every weekend or whatever, but it's like, but, like they do out of the while they go to happy hour together. Or they go to the lounge or something. And they do something. And I'm just kind of like 
Damn. There's always this division. Like, you're never really going to fully know me. Like, even like... That's it, girl. Yeah, you're, you're not going to fully know me. You're never going to fully know me. No. Like, it's even, a no matter how hard I try, no matter how I try to make these moments... I still have to hide a little bit. You're never going to fully accept certain parts. Or it always has to be your way. Your way. Like, you can never just chill out and say, you know what? I'm going to go to something you like to do. Oh, like, you know what? Let me really see you the way you are. Yeah. You know, like, like till today, I don't think my mom has ever seen me perform. Like performing, <gasps> like, no, and like no part of that, way. yeah, like seriously, and part of that is like, oh, and it's not necessarily because I didn't like, because she didn't necessarily want to. Some of it was a little bit of both. Some of it is like, I, after a certain point, I wasn't comfortable with you being there. Like I couldn't perform in front of you because Re- I'm not why? comfortable. Because it's kind of like now you got to see me in this way that you don't see me. Mm. So it's like I don't know how you gonna judge me. I don't know. It's like, we it's, know they judgmental, and they so judgmental. You know what I'm saying? It's times when I'm performing, I'm gonna be a hoe. I'll be a, you know what I'm saying? Like I could be anything in in the realm of theater. And before I know it, you critiquing me, you're, and that takes uh, so much a lot. Takes away it from takes us a lot from the you know kids. What I'm saying? Like, it takes so it's much. It's just away. kind of like. Something and you know again, I'm not saying this to say like my mom didn't support me. And she didn't of love course, me of like course. That. Come on, but now. it's just kind of like. There are certain parts. It's little things like that. It's certain that parts is also I can't so big. share. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, shoot, has your mom heard this podcast yet? Has she like listened? I have not told her about this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a big thing we're doing. You it know what is, I mean? And it's like. And not that she won't be supportive. Exactly. But I also but do think, you know. Listen to how we talk and the things I know. we say. And like, and it's, it's, like, it's, and we, don't, we don't say anything negative. It's not like we. we we're not wild on We're here. not wild. I mean, we curse here and there. Yeah. Apparently. But, you know, I think I'm also like. Even if just a single fuck word, she'd be like, mm. "It's like now y'all from the dress on a different You shouldn't say that exactly. And there's just and you know what about yeah. the, the thing about African parents that really messes up the relationship is there's this huge thing about respectability politics, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're so concerned what somebody else may think about me, you don't even care about how you're making me feel about myself. Ah, uh, ding ding, yeah. It's just kind of like you're so concerned with somebody what people else. would say. Suppose somebody what they would say about my own child. Somebody is this. Hi, your child is doing this. Your child is doing this, but it, but you never. Even take the time to be Just like focus on your child. To focus on your child. And, and the most important thing is that what your child thinks about her and him or herself and, and what and what you think about your child. You know what? Some uncle and auntie from some distance relationship from some Somebody 200 I don't even kilometers know, bro. away. Like, I don't you know what I mean? Know and you. like, oh, what would this person think about you? You don't want them to see you like this. Oh, dress a certain way. Even just simple things as style. Okay, like yes. oh, as even um, dyeing your hair a different color or getting certain, certain piercings or wearing certain things, and you know, of course, yeah, dressed in, in in a proper nice way. But like, girl, you can't even be sexy. I remember I posted one picture. Girl, Ooh. remember that whole drama? Oh my god! I posted a picture on Instagram, and I'm telling you, I showed everybody this picture. Like, hey, what do you think about this picture? Is this too much? You know, it was it was a nice blazer dress. I was sitting down, my legs were crossed, and it was an, it was a nice little cleavage. So I'm not really busty. So it wasn't like my boobs were spilling out, but but you could see the cleavage. I'm telling you, man. My my mom, she called my auntie in Nigeria. Even that whole thing. My auntie in Nigeria called, texted me and called me and just was just telling me story upon story and just you know just preaching to me. And I'm just like, at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I hear you. I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm, I was just like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but. Thank you. I'm not even gonna, you know, go back and forth. She's like, yeah. and then she's like, you're not gonna say anything. Cause first of all, they don't want you to say anything back. But and then when you don't say anything back, she then they're like, it's like they oh. want you to apologize. Exactly. They want you to be I'm apologetic. like, I'm like, what do you want me to say? Because whatever I say, you're not gonna agree with it. So at this point, let me just keep quiet. Exactly. Then I, I, listen, at the end of the day, I just archived the picture. It's like no, like <laughs> seriously. 
I just put a picture down. Nigerians don't understand. Like that's what I'm saying. Y'all don't understand how like that mentality, how parents raise it, sometimes really affects your adulthood. Because I'm 25. I'm about to be 26. My half birthday is next week. Like. I am 25. Like, at this age, my mom had a kid, was married, like, mm-hmm. living life. And I am still fearful Scared. of certain things. Fearful to be bold. Yeah. Okay. Like to, to, to really dive into what even, you really want to like, do. No, dead serious, though. Like, y'all don't laugh at me. But it's like, even now, I feel like even if I was to be like, yo, I got a date tonight, I would, like, find a way not to say I have a date. You feel what I'm saying? Like, even though, like, it's just because I don't want to have that conversation with you. You know, know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think she'll say anything or be like, what? You're going with a boy? I mean, at this age, you know right. what's up. But it's like, It'll still be like, oh, now we gotta have this random conversation about my love life and who child. You know what I'm saying? It's just like things are different. And you know, not every African kid has this experience. experience you yeah. know, some African kids be living their best life. Right, I'll be right, right, like, right, right, right. Not everyone is like this. Y'all yeah. gang for real. But Yeah, I just think me, Yeah. I think one of the things that African parents need to be open about is sex. Oh, yeah. Well, parents in overall, but especially African parents. Especially African they parents. wanna act like they they didn't have sex till the day that they conceived me. Meanwhile, yeah. kids be in the wedding pictures. Girl, exactly. Meanwhile, you've been sleeping with... Uh, you, you've been having sex even before you met my dad or my mom. A lot of African people have been having sex. Come on now. Like, it's just the same thing with Ni- you know, Nigerians, African culture. Like, we're not just as explicit as Americans yes. are. But it doesn't mean we don't have as much sex or even more sex, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sex is one of the things that African parents need to talk about. Talk Because, yeah. you know, you know, they're fearful of having their daughters become pregnant or their sons are pregnant in somebody or disease. But your lack of communication about that topic, that's when your kids will make certain mistakes. That's when they're going to start trying like, do stuff by themselves exactly. and not know what they're doing. Exactly. Alcohol, man, you wanna they wanna listen, there's no in Nigeria, you could go to a bar and you could be 16. They will serve you a drink. Low key, it's no like it's not, real age limit. It's not like, like they're going to say, oh yeah, show me your ID. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen. So I'm sure you drank at 14. And you know, education system is fast in Nigeria too. My father be, told me he started smoking at 14. No, Because no you could be done with high school at 14, 15. Yeah. So you're already going to college. So when you're already in college, you, you, in, you're in your, on the whole university, in a dorm. So of course you're exposed to liquor, cigarettes, all that kind of stuff. But you want to act like you didn't do all those things. Whether you changed or when you found God and you became a different person that's good for you but still have this conversation with your child yeah i just think it's just and it's part of like creating a better generation right because like and and you know a bigger thing because i think about this a lot when i'm parent when i become a parent yeah i don't want my child to lose complete connection with the culture of course not you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's like and i don't want it to be like just because i felt so neglected or rejected or like the anti-nigerian because of how i was raised or whatever like i don't want now my children to not have a connection to that because like for example there was a whole era and it's funny because you talk to some other kids too mm-hmm. from this era where Nigerian parents were saying stuff like I want you to understand your but I don't want you to speak it because I don't want you to have the accents this is this is still an era going on listen it's a, there are kids in Nigeria that don't even speak exactly language, and that's like because which is of, shame, which you know is what I'm saying and that's because of whatever whatever but it's just like now me as an adult, how my kids gonna learn your about? I mean, I have people around right. Me that so speak you wish about. your parents, spoke yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's certain things that's like, or like made you, you know, really or made le- me speak because like they speak your about again. Like I understand your about very well, fluently. I can actually well, text your about like pretty fluently too. Mm-hmm. Like if you if, like we texting, I could text you in your about, which is right. weird. But for me to phonetically say it, it's yeah. like uh, that's you know what I'm saying. I struggle with that, and girl, that's a whole different topic too. That's like a whole cultural that's, topic, exactly. Really? And it's just kind of like, yeah. and I feel like some of it is just. Because 
because it's, it's because parents be so concerned about like I don't want my kid to have an accent. I raised my I, kid in America. I wanted to, it's yes. just all politics. They don't want like, yeah all about what other people think. Yeah, people in Nigeria they don't want you to have you know like eat. Each um, ethnicity tribe, they have their certain, they have their own different accents. So with me being Yoruba, my own Yoruba accent is different from a Igbo person. Right. You know, so they don't want their kids to speak their language because oh, we don't want you to have that Yoruba accent. We want right. your English to be really clear. To be proper. It's, you, it, it doesn't prevent you from speaking proper English. It does. You know what I mean? Like, come on now, like. I don't know. Our parents just need to be more open-minded. They need to chill. As you said, we see exactly open-minded. As you say, as you said, your you know your black friends. They drink with your parents. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you got to be drunk and do all that kind of stuff, you know, because sometimes I do see American kids. I'm just like, wow, you're doing all this with your parents. That's a little bit too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and uh, sometimes i be like, okay, this parent yeah, not being a tweaking. parent. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, sometimes American parents tend to be more friends than parents. Mm-hmm. But I think um, Africans tend to be too much parent. Too much authority. Like yeah. they want you to fear them. They want you to fear it's not even them. respect. It's not even like oh, just respect. They want you to be scared of them. Yeah. Like, this is one thing. I think I had a little argument with my dad. Listen, I be having arguments with my dad. Like I'm one of the people that would tell him no when I don't like something. And he was telling me something. And he was like, I can command over you. I can't, you know, he was saying in Yoruba too, like, I can command and tell you what to do no matter what. Why? Because I'm your father. And in my head, I'm just like. Wow. So, because you are my father for the rest of my life, eh, I should just be like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes. whatever you... Should, yes, master, at this point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whatever you want, that's what I'm going to do. No. Like, let me be free. Be open-minded. Like, if I have a... I remember I went to... It was one of my graduations, and they were talking... Listen, I'll tell you this story. Um, but um, it was some of our aunties from mosque, you know. They oh. came from my graduation, and they were talking about one of our... Somebody that we know, and they were talking about how she has piercings. And I'm just like, oh, they're like, oh, this piercing doesn't make her look good, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, she's this and that. Oh, but I'm like, you don't even know the girl. I'm like, she's a really smart, intelligent exactly. girl. Because she got a certain type of ear piercing exactly. or nose piercing. Y'all don't be knowing nothing. You, you're instantly saying she's a bad girl, but the girl is graduating, but the girl is intelligent. We in the same class, G. We had the same graduation. But she's doing something positive. Where's your kid? And that's Period. the fun thing too. Nigerians, Those super judgmental. Nigerians love judging other people. The parents love. You know what else gets on my nerves? Mm. And you know I've experienced this on so many levels. I hate when Africans, especially per- parents, want everybody to respect them just because they OG. Like I know I really get into that. You didn't call me a mommy. Do you know my mom? G. I own everything. Listen, no, that, that, I that don't really, do that. That's I a big cap for me. You're not my. I, I like like I only call people like I'm very specific with who I call mommy. I am. Too. I only call somebody mommy if I really see you as my mom. I don't call anybody mom except I, I, my mom. I call, I call like, if I said like, I call, you know, like, Zadie, go I call her mommy. Okay, but that's I guess that's, that's like my mom. I would say big mommy. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, even in Nigeria, I didn't do the whole. But I, I know what you're saying. You like, know what I'm saying? It's they want respect to whole other level. Uh, every small they can level. You with it. Like people stay telling me that I don't call my brother's brother or uncle or whatever, and I'm just like, first of all, mind your business. Secondly, like. No, like I guess that that's a cultural thing, and I get it, but it's like it's not by force, G. Like, yeah, mind your business. Like, stay out of my business. Like, I know, yeah, I, and you know what? On the other note, that's one of the beautiful things about our culture. We respect each other. Okay, we have respect. You know, compared to even American culture, a lot of times we see it like they lack respect. But you know I don't think saying? respect comes with titles. I think that's their oh, problem. Oh, of course. Oh, and no, that's, no, no, I of think course. that's the problem. Because I see people call their sister like, oh, sister this, but they'll slap their sister. Oh, of you. course. Like, now, I'm just trying to be, you know, say like also on a positive side, you know, respect is a good thing. But yes, they definitely do overdo it. Because, you know, in African countries, if someone's older than you, even if it's by one year, you cannot call them by their, just by their first name like that. Right. You have to say... 
oh, auntie, whatever, uncle, sister, brother, whatever. But in your case, it's like that wasn't how you were raised. You lived right. in America. You guys all grew up together. And it wasn't, you know, enforced when you were little. So they can't expect you to now, at the age of 20, 20-something, to be saying, oh, brother, they come on now. They be trying it, though, y'all. It's too late. Trying. It's too I late. I be rebelling. They try it. <laughs> they did it with me too One time when I was in Nigeria with, I have a cousin Who's like, just a year older than me And um, his brother Which is my younger cousin I'm also a year older than him And they're like Oh you guys should be Calling each other brother Girl we did that stuff For one day The next day we're back to Aunt Toby Mona Like listen Cause it's just be, It's like to me It's like that To me when you start Doing stuff like that It adds division And that's what I'm saying Like with parental stuff It's like you stay wanting To be like This is the level This is the level This is the level Yeah You know what I'm saying And I, and I feel like That's all it, it, it lets us know Like I, I think that If you want to respect somebody You can respect somebody Without You know what I'm yeah. saying Like cause there's adults that you know, I have friends that are like, like you know what I'm saying? I got my black friends that's like in their 30s, 40s. And I call them by their name, G. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's just the culture. You know, that's yeah. like they're But it doesn't mean you don't respect them. It doesn't them. mean I don't respect them. It doesn't mean that I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had coworkers that are like, like 70, 60. 70, 80. Yeah. And I call them like, you know, just because of, of me, sometimes I say like miss, miss something yeah. or whatever. Or sometimes I just call by you your name, but, but I do but have that reference. Like, I won't them. curse in front of you. I won't do Because it's like... At the end of the day, I, I have better, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. raised better than yeah. that, so I do know. So I just feel like, you know, some parents, and I think, like, African parents, they don't have faith in what they raised a lot of the time, too. Mm. Like, I feel like they they raise you with all of this stuff, but sometimes they don't give you the opportunity to prove that you were raised right. Right, and it's like, gee, you raised me. Like, I'm going to represent you well. Exactly, relax. like, I'm going to go out. I'm not going to be wild, wild. Like, gee, like come saying? on now, like, re- relax. Relax, relax. like. Calm down. Have faith in what you did. It's like, I know someone was telling me that, um, about um, even like it was a certain type, you can't post certain type of pictures. I mean, forget even the the sex, the sexy pictures. But like, if you're posting a picture where like you're being silly, your tongue out. Oh yeah. You know, you just you know just being free. Yeah. You're not cultured. What is that? Here come here come that auntie. Right. Exactly. It be some auntie report. Jeez, always some auntie or uncle reporting you. They they see your your, your Facebook profile. Mm, your daughter. See what your daughter is doing. See what type of nonsense. And it's she's like, posting. and but that auntie, what is her own child doing? Drugs, right? Drugs doing four one nine, four one nine doing the crazy things, cracking cars. I don't know. I mean, we won't be here. I mean, being having African parents definitely makes you strong. It, yeah, you I know think, what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was thinking that I'm like having a you know growing up in an African um, household. It makes you emotionally strong, but but it could also make you emotionally weak at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Emotionally strong in the sense that you know. You know, criticism, you could take that, you know, you could be able to, you're able to hold your head, your head up high no matter the situation, you know? But also, you do lack some sort of emotion that you should have because of that type of strictness you've always faced, you know? So yeah. you may be someone who's not patient, or you may be someone who's always angry, yeah. or who is not even confident in themselves, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you have some type of weakness. So it goes, you know, it, it goes hand in hand. It has its good sides and its bad sides as well. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talked about, about African parents, but I will say this about... Some some things that I notice like in like black households sometimes is different. It's just like you know, while it it is like, damn, our parents do be on us. I will say that it comes out of this certain responsibility and love of that course. African parents just have to have. Because I've seen so many of my friends, my you know, not even just black friends, my Mexican friends. But you're you know, just people, like, where your parents? just got? like, yeah, and it's just kind of like, damn, y'all just and you, you can know, come on many times. We know it's systematic and whatever, whatever. But it's like also some of it is like. They just don't care. Like they just want raised like that. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like they just you have no curfew. You don't have no curfew. You can, you you can smoke whatever. at a house. Exactly. It's like there's nobody on you, and sometimes that no does. Sense of responsibility. There's no, no disciplinary. There's no like um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no structure. Mm-hmm. There's no structure, and it's just kind of like 
you know, there, there's plus, there's negatives and positives on both sides. But you know what I mean? It's like we do love our parents. Mm-hmm. And of course, we won't be here without them. They get on our We nerves. are who we are because of partly because of them as well. Them. Yeah, you know. You know I mean? But I think they need to find a balance. They need to relax. You know, be open minded, not mm-hmm. judgmental. Be free. Be confident in themselves. Yeah, and also, and you know, in their kids as well. And work their issues out so they can stop projecting it onto kids. Oh my God. Jesus Christ That because, is so true Because baby, They really be taking out Their anger My psychology degree Has read you Yes like, You know their fears Their insecurities Their anxieties They really oh. Their traumas And you're just like Gee what did I do I didn't do nothing And you you really flipping you out Like that, this You beating me Or like you, you really much, And yeah. they just switch Certain things to a whole Another level I'm just like this shit is so simple. I saw you telling my mom, like, everything is disrespect level. with you. I'd be like, yeah, I saw the guy. I'd be like, I'm like, one can't even talk to you. Everything is disrespect. I just be That's like, the thing. You can never even sit. Some, I'd be scared sometimes. I'd be like, damn, I can't like, tell you, you facts. Be, you have to prepare the conversation before you have the yeah, conversation. I'm talking about you got to run it through everybody. Like, Girl. all right, this is the conversation I'm about to have with my mom. I remember when I I, uh, I figured I didn't want to be a doctor. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to tell my parents? I mean, my parents were being su- su- you know, supportive, but you know, it's always, I've always had that I want to be Hell a doctor yeah, kind of thing. Conversations, Man. It took a while before I told my parents, and thankfully, luckily, you know, they took a while. Just like, oh, girl, it's your life. Do what you want to do, kind of thing, you know. But just that fear alone, the fact that I had that fear beforehand, you know, I was just like, whoo. Y'all do not understand. <sighs> but yeah, we love them. We love them. We just need them to find a good balance, and yes. you know, at least we now we know what kind of parents we want to be. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be the cool mom. Yeah, the cool boss. So I'm gonna give you structure. You are gonna have respect. You're not gonna talk to me anyhow. However, you be yourself. I want you to be free yeah. with me. I don't want you to make you know talk to you about drugs, about sex, about alcohol, so you don't go outside and make those mistakes. Like the mistakes that I made, I don't want you to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna it's advise you and like, be real about it. You know with what I'm saying? You. Like this is what I've seen. This is what I've known this where i've been this Which is, is what they other. should do yeah. yeah it's just about understanding that we're people we're yeah. all people and it's a we cycle of life and at some point we're entering adulthood with you yes you've done it longer you've been through it yeah. but welcome me into adulthood with open arms i said max you know what another thing i noticed is i was talking to my mom my auntie sorry before we end this up i was talking to my mom my auntie and i, was about, I think i was talking about men or something like that and i was giving my own point of view but they were like oh no and i you know and i'm just like i know you guys are older you know your yeah. experience is valid there's nothing like experience experience surpasses everything else you know but just because you're older and you have this experience does not mean my own little experience is not valid okay yeah. does not mean whatever I've been through does not make sense it makes sense and right. don't forget they don't also want to move with time Exactly. They don't want to move with time. They want to stick in their nineties uh, mindset. Yes, nineteen ninety five. They want to stick in that mindset. Girl, you better move on. We in twenty nineteen. It's trans and asexuals <laughs> and bisexuals no, and quasexuals. They can't handle that one. <laughs> they can't handle that. That's nothing crazy. Girl. They gonna pack the bags and go back home. Girl, just listen. But yes, we love African parents. But that's just a little tea on them. All right. That was a nice topic. It was. It was cute. Girl, I felt it because I'd be struggling with this stuff. Let it out. Mm-hmm. But let's go into our TV and media and music. Oh, no. Before then, I think we have a black excellence that we do. Okay. We can do that. Who's your black excellence person? African highlight. All right. So, spotlight on me. All eyes on me. Okay. Super. Okay. Um. So, my black excellence for the week... It is a New Orleans senior. Her name is Antoinette Love. She received almost $4 million in scholarships. What? And accepted into 150. $4 million? 
four milli Whew. and is accepted into 115 colleges. Okay. She has a 3.7 GPA. A 3.7 GPA, right? And she's been accepted into 115 colleges and received almost four million in scholarship. Great. And you know why I like this story more specifically? I like this story a lot because she don't have no 4.3 or 4.5. She got a 3.7. A lot of us graduated with 3.7. I'm about to say I had a 3.9. Yeah, like yeah. in high school. And I feel like what that shows you is that she worked for she it. She worked She for did it. all those scholarships that nobody want to do. She sat there and did the yeah. application. I mean, granted, now they got um, that college app, app which like applies to like 10 schools at That's once how, for yeah. them. Man, but 115 is a lot. 115 is a lot like, regardless, regardless I remember doing applications Girl That's what I'm saying It's different from They have college app now So yeah, you can do one application And it gets mm-hmm. sent To multiple schools But whatever Whatever You know She still did the she, work That scholarship stuff Is no joke girl, um, So it, it just makes me proud Because again It shows you that You you put your mind to it You, you can, can do, do it, it. Whoop, whoop. And this is that season Graduation season Is upon us It so, is So you know Clap it up for shorty Awesome all right, my girl. Right. She is Paya Jangit. She is um, Indian, and basically, um, her story is um, she escaped child slavery in India. Mm. Yeah, that's you know that's a whole big thing, and um, now she is like a children's right advocate. Okay, which is a wonderful thing, and she's a leader of her village child parliament. So basically, she um, hosts like community talks and educates. Go ahead and educates um, adults uh-huh. about children's rights and women's rights. You know, and you know, also like you know, you know how, um, especially in India, you know, or like Nigeria, those countries like that, mm-hmm. women's rights, children's rights is like little to nothing. Right. You know, so the fact that she escaped child slavery and she's able to now become a leader in her community, um, I think that's really wonderful. And she's just like seventeen now. Oh wow, she's really young. I think she started when she was like fourteen or thirteen. So the fact that she could do that now, I think that's just wonderful. Amen. A beautiful brown sister, and she's doing her thing. Go off, sis. Mm-hmm. You get the applause too. Yep. All right. All right. Let's get into this TV music. All right. So TV, Being Mary Jane finale. I watched that. I haven't watched it yet. It was all right. It was decent. I mean, it was nothing spectacular, you know. Damn. But I mean, basically the end story, you know, basically the the purpose of the, not the purpose of the main gist of the show is she's finding a husband. She's a successful man, woman, but she ain't got no man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So she finally got her man. At the end of the day, and we see oh, the wedding, which good. is nice, it's happy, you know, and the little drama she went through. I mean, her life is juicy because she have all these different options, you know. You know, we talk about you know being single. I'm like, right. wow, you got all these options. Like, you got like two men proposing to you at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, it was, it's nice. I think it was a good ending for the show. Now we know being Mary Jane is over. You know what I mean? Like done. It's it's done. It's done. So I think it was it's it was a good ending. I don't think they needed to have any more season because like how much more do you want to talk of about? The same you know I mean? time. How much yeah. more? How much more men or how much more drama she gonna go through? Okay. So it it was it was nice. You know, a nice um, conclusion. It was a nice conclusion. It. I enjoyed it. I watched it. You know, um, I'm gonna check it out. I just haven't had time to. Yeah. Um, also, right after that, Games People Play I came on. And I did watch Games People Play. I watched that actually this Who's morning. Who's in Games People Play? So, Games People Play got some of our faves. Lauren London mm-hmm. is in there. Um, oh, she's your fave? McK- no, some of our like black people faves. Oh, I'm a okay. No. <laughs> um, Parker McKenna. That's AKA the girl Katie from, from My Wife, Wife and Kids. Wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. It's like Andres or Sandre, something like that. He was Drove from Insecure. Mm-hmm. He got some name. And it got. Um, Kevin something He an Instagram star I forget too Whatever Y'all watch it What's y'all see it about What is it about So basically 
um, Drone, he's a basketball player. Lauren London plays his wife. He he has a cheating problem. He cheats on his wife a lot. So he got traded to another team, and then there are rumors that he he got traded or he like left because of the scandal with the girl originally. Oh. Parker McKenna is like an upcoming actress and in order for her to like boost her social media fame, um, she basically gets recruited by some white woman who like like hires these ladies to be escorts or whatever. Mm. And she's like, Oh, in order for you to get bookings, you wanna get clout and for you to get clout you wanna do like Social media host stuff. So uh, she ends up sleeping with Dro. Yeah, so she ends up sleeping with Dro. Lauren, Lauren London is his wife. I mean, don't tell the full story. No, I mean it's the first episode. They ain't really do shit. Oh, it's a it's a serial stuff, a series something. Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh, I'm thinking it's just one. No, movie. no, no, it's a TV oh, show. Oh, so oh, this is oh, kind oh. of like the the foundation. Like, they ain't really. Oh, okay. Um, and then you know, Lauren, her thing is like she's his wife. She was supposed to go to law school, but she ended up like being a wife. Woo, woo, woo. I mean, the way I describe it, it's like one of them little Carl Weber books Those come to life. Black like, author books. I feel like it was a lot of unnecessary sex. Just a lot. Like, it was like, damn, what are we watching this for? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's one thing to like see sex and be like, ooh, this is juicy. They slept together. Right. But it's just, just, just sex. It's yeah, like, it's just like, okay. Like, what is the story? What's the plot? Yeah. Like, you know, um, I'm going to give it a try because I said, hold me accountable for trying to support BET more. So I'm going to yeah. try to watch it. I mean, BET seems like they've been doing this whole thing, like, you know, making films based on authors, um, you know, this black author books that we all used yeah. to read. I, I still read some of them too. Um, like Zane and yeah, um, Carl Webber, so, so, so yeah. all those kind of stuff, you know. But it's like as you talked about earlier today, it's like they don't really do it well. They don't execute the story. They don't execute the story well. The plot, like you know, because even when we read those books, yeah, they have juicy sex scenes. Um, but we don't read the book because of the sex. Yeah, you, know you read it because of the story. It's a story that keeps you reading it. Yeah, the yeah. sex is the juicy little accessory, yeah. the little extra part to it. But the story is what keeps it going. And then, yes. as you said, they don't execute that well. They, they kind of like, they only do like the flashy things, sex, or maybe at the club The scene, club, yeah. They don't talk looking, about like the deeper stuff. Yeah. Like, Addicted is such a good book, and for them to do it the way they did oh, it. Oh, that Tyler Perry one no, did? It was a Zane book. Oh, that one. And they like completely destroyed it. it it was not the same like, thing. It, wasn't it was not nah, like that book was so and that good. book was so. It literally good. started it from beyond. her from her in middle school to like adult. Like that book was that book again. so good. Nervous is one of my favorite Zane I, books. Yeah, nervous, me too. Nervous is like literally yes. my favorite Zane book. Me too. And that book is so. It's deeper than good. sex. It's so it's much deeper, deeper than sex. sex. So it's like deeper than sex. So yeah, I just I just want like if we gonna do these stories, let's tell them. Yeah. Um, I watched Empire this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was in Empire this week, y'all. This was the episode yeah. I was in. <laughs> I mean, I was an extra, so you only really saw me for 0.3 seconds. that's something. But you on camera, right? You yeah, I, I had a little, a little moment. You I saw myself cheese, and I was in the wedding scene. <laughs> but the wedding scene was disappointing. I mean, it's okay. I'm still watching it just to just keep watching. At this point, it. I'm just trying to conclude with the stories. That's characters it. That's it. And with. I just hope this is the last season. No, it's not. Because Lee Daniels just did the Breakfast Club interview, and it was like they still trying to figure out what they doing with Empire. No, I mean, I think there's gonna be one more season at least to conclude. Okay, let's one more season be the last to season. conclude. Yeah, I don't need to do any extra because they kind of dragged this season a little bit too. This season was dragged. And is, is it not like 
already the season finale? Like it basically week? like maybe two more episodes. Yeah, they, they kind of dragged it with some nonsense stuff. So this this season was not. It. I I think I tweeted about it one time, and one of my friends DM me saying that Empire is like one of the worst shows ever, and I'm just like people be doing too much. They I, cap- I, I, I wouldn't say it's capping on Empire, shows. but it's just like it is like okay, y'all. But it's one of the worst shows. Come on, yeah, come but. on, now. it's been worse shows. <laughs> yeah, but we could do better with Empire. Game of Thrones this week. This is I the week. This I is the battle, done. y'all. The battle we've been waiting for. Oh, really? The White Walkers are here. Winter is here. They're at Winterfell. This is the episode. We don't know who's going to be there Why after this laugh? episode. Because this is serious. Like, if you watch Game of Thrones, this is serious, y'all. I like, finally got some HBO, so I'm going to catch up. Oh, my God. It's so serious, y'all. Like, I'm going to catch up. I might cry this week. Up. I will cry this week. Like, but on Twitter, I saw that. What's the youngest daughter of the star? Aria? Yeah, that she had sex with a black, with, sorry, black man. With a man, and people were upset saying that she should be a lesbian. Come on. Yeah, right. it was when all she, up on Twitter. No, they be wanting people to be a lesbian. She's just a tomboy. I think like yeah. just because Pete, just because we've accepted homosexuality, we can't erase tomboys. No, seriously, because yeah. it's like we grew up with tomboys. Arya is, is just a tomboy. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think like she necessarily likes girls. Girls, right. She's exactly. just a tomboy. She just like to fight. Like that's it. Right. And we're talking losing our family at such a young age, of course. That's yeah. what she's gonna be doing, you know. She just like to fight. Like just cause that don't mean she automatically gay. Come on. Come on, LGBT I know, right? falling into gender norms. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> um, okay. With, I Music? didn't watch was, did Grey's Anatomy come to Grey's didn't come on this week. Okay, they I'm like, I know I didn't watch They stay it. doing it. I'm gonna treat them soon enough. Cause like, okay, y'all gotta give us heads up. Like we're not coming on this week. Like y'all just be deciding. Mm-hmm. Trying to see what other shows do I watch. Do I watch anything on Netflix? Um, no, nothing, nothing new, nothing new. Jane the Virgin is still good. Oh, I, I haven't watched that show at all. I've been watching The Shy. Oh, you just say The Shy is a good on. show. Listen, The Shy is a good show. What it's just that on HBO it's, show? it's on Showtimes, and that's I think that's why people don't watch it like that because it's like how many people have Showtimes. But The Shy is a really good show, and they do. It's one of the few black shows that has multiple characters that ties them in very well, well right? And it's like they all are connected in some way while still individually having their own storylines, and that's something that we don't really get to see a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, but we could go to music. Um, the only music I have that I listened to was um, well, we actually played the intro. Yeah, and it's called um, "All I Want Is You." It's by Ross and Davido. Davido being the Nigerian artist, and Ross is an American um rapper. Yeah, white rapper. Uh-huh. Um, it was a decent song. It's a good song. I, I like it. it. I would have like played it. the whole thing, but we don't got time for that. <laughs> but it's a, it's a decent song. I like to see like collabs like that. Yeah, and it, it blended well. You know, Ross did a really good job. He was using a lot of Nigerian lingo, Lingos, which is yeah. cute. It so. blended well. It wasn't you know some. I, Rick um Davido made one song with Meek Mill. I don't yeah. know if you remember that time. Yeah, I didn't like that song. Yeah, it was just it, it was a good balance. The Olami Day Davido, who else? And Wale made together. I didn't like even though Wale is Nigerian. I did not like that song. They're like you have like if like it's possible to bring those two words together as we can see with some other music and like yeah. this one played. But like let it blend well. It's, yeah. sometimes it clashes. Yeah, you know sometimes it's just like. Ugh. It's not sounding good, you yeah. Know? But um, this one, it was like a nice, it was really flow, nice. nice melody. I liked it, you know. Rumor has it, Davido's on Wildin' Out coming up soon. Oh yeah, for the girl, he's gonna be treated. But it would be nice to see. I want to see if he's gonna have any comebacks. I'm gonna watch it. I that think it's gonna. I think it's cute. Davido's doing a really good job of like becoming an American superstar as we well. We really know him in America. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. shout he, out him. Shout out Davido. He doing his stuff. I ain't gonna stunt. Davido doing his thing. Schoolboy Q came out with his album. Oh, he <laughs> dropped it. Yeah, he dropped his album okay. this week. I, I, like I have not. I had the time to listen to it. It just dropped, so you I'll get back to y'all to it, next yeah. week. I am gonna listen to it because it's good boy Q. I like him. I do like him too. Um, I'm trying to see what song, any female rapper, got anyone bringing out any songs? 
Um, no. Rico Nasty dropped the EP. Have you listened to her yet? Not like I've not listened like to that. her yet. Her style is a little bit weird, so I haven't really listened to her yet. Yeah. But I see a lot about people. She does have a good number of fans that like her songs. Um, Steph London, she just she has a new song out. Um, I forgot what the name of the song is. Um, but she just dropped that stuff. I'm gonna look for it later. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, music's kind of been on hold for a little bit. You know, we still respect the Nipsey, so a yeah. lot of people have been on hold. I think we're about to start seeing music come back out. So sorry, Stefan Don, her song is "Don Walk." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and Stefan Don is she's a rapper from the UK too. She has that song with Idris um, Elba, Boasty. Yeah, and some other guy. Um, oh, congrats to Idris Elba. He got married. He this got weekend. Oh my man, he got yeah. married. But I'm happy for him, and I like the girl, the lady, Sabrina. The, she's yeah, cute. she's a beautiful woman. Um. Black love, I like that. That's nice. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Let me just um find uh, my quote for the day. Okay, since we talk about you know parenthood and stuff, um, <clears throat> quote for the day: Every word, facial expression, gesture, or action on the part of a parent gives the child some message about self worth. It is sad that so many parents don't realize what messages they are sending. So just like how we talk about being, how they always critique us and stuff. Mm-hmm. The little yelling they do, like, it sends a message to us. Yes. And then it creates fear, you know, that we have and the way we view ourselves and, you know, I think, you know, how we identify ourselves. So mm-hmm. every little thing, every thing you do, it sends a message to your child. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. Be blessed, y'all. Follow us on social media at Damn I'm Fine. <laughs> I made sure to remember. I forgot. At D-A-M underscore I'm Fine. Oh, and I am Erica Mona. It is at E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. On Instagram, I think it's the same on Twitter. Facebook. No, I mean on Facebook. Well, you know. No. But Instagram. Yeah, Twitter. I'm not so active on Twitter. But yeah, that's it. So thank you guys for listening to our episode eight, Cross Culture. We love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.